like clockwork, weather turns to crap. It means the Kansas City Royals are playing baseball in Arizona. The position players uh, report tomorrow. The pitchers and catchers reported this week. So the position players, even though they're already there, but if they're already there, we have to talk to Josh Vernier, our Royals insider. Vern, I'm usually in this spot, but tonight, since I'm here, it is you, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. Just saw Mecole Hardman check in for Jennifer Hudson in the all-star celebrity game with the name Mr. Walkoff on the back of his jersey. You know, McColl, you know, he caught a touchdown in the national title game when he was in college. Didn't win a ring there, though. Uh, He's got three with the Chiefs. He was on late night the other night. He's been in demand. Now he's at the NBA All-Star game. And he has a walk-off touchdown in a Super Bowl. Life's pretty good for McCole Hardman at this point. He did really well on Kimmel. He, he, he was it Kimmel or Fallon? Was it Kimmel? Dude, yeah, that's good right. personality. I thought he came across really well. Yeah, how'd you like that jet necklace? Yeah, hey, man, if if you if you can pull it off, if you can afford it, uh, you know what? Even if you can't afford it, I'll maybe maybe someone just lent it to him. For the for the television appearance, either way, that thing was flashing. I talked to you uh, last week as well, Vern, when uh, pitchers and catchers did report in Arizona, and you know we talked about how nice the weather was here. You know, I think it was in the 60s or whatever, and it's like ah, oh, people in Kansas City not missing that Arizona. You know what I'm saying? And then like clockwork, like clockwork, just a couple of days later, boom, here's some snow. Well, it's not supposed to be long, right? We're supposed no. to be back to spring weather sometime soon. Yeah, that's true. But it just seems like this always happens. All those days, remember, you used to start your car for you? Yeah, got to leave the car up at work. And, uh, yeah, don't, that was, uh, that was, a, that was, a, that was years ago. It was years ago, and I don't know if I did that great of a job. Well, car kept running, so okay. you must have done something right. Must have done something right. What did you think about uh, uh, Rob Manfred? He gives his speech, and he comes out, he puts his retirement out there, going to be in five years. Uh, mine's going to be in eight years, Vern. Do you have yours yet? No, I don't know when I'm going to be able to. No, I, 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 my job isn't as taxing as others may be. So no, I'm not. I just turned forty. I, I still got to put in another twenty-five years. I would assume. Uh, yeah, Manfred saying he's going to walk off into the sunset after the 2029 season. Uh, we'll see. Well, we'll see the state of Major League Baseball. Let's remember. There's another CBA coming up at the end of 2026. We've already heard the idea floated out there this week from Manfred about the idea of a free agent deadline. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. What's your feelings on that? Because what they're doing is basically, hey, hurry up, because Whitmerfield just signed with the Phillies today. We saw Moustakas' minor league contract the other day. But, you know, names like Blake Snell still out there, Cody Bellinger. I mean, we got, we got spring training already going, and we got free agents that haven't signed. Yeah, but who cares? Uh, that doesn't bother me as a fan. That doesn't bother me as a media member. If I'm a player, and again, this is why I brought up the end of the CBA after the 2026 season. If I'm a player, I have no interest in a free agent deadline because then you're basically, as Scott Boris laid out, putting a cap, putting a, uh, if you don't accept the best offer by the end of December, well, then you're out of the job. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, look, expansion, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with expansion. Uh, the issue is, is 
who are the owners? Are they going to be owners that are striving for 500? Are they going to be owners that are merely there to cash out in 20 years and they really don't care about the product? Or are they the type of owners that are going to be aggressive? Uh, Now, whether that's Steve Cohen aggressive or John Sherman aggressive, are, are they going to help the sport? John Sherman's helping the sport by being aggressive in Kansas City. To me, Steve Cohen's helping the sport by being uber aggressive with the New York Mets and spending like crazy like he did last off season. So, yeah, you know, there are good and bad to everything proposed from Rob Manfred. The issue is, is there's such a distrust between the players union and the owners. A lot of these ideas uh, are, are going to end in an argument uh, when the two sides sit down again in three years. How should we remember him, Vern? Because I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, he's had the you know criticism. Well, let's see how he gets through that. Get, see how he gets that's going to be. Let, let's see what he does in 2026, and let's see what he does with the television. You know, he he has a chance to have that as his legacy. That's a um, big one. You know, however it goes, wherever it goes, if it's all produced in house by Major League Baseball, if they can, as John Sherman laid out a few weeks ago, stop subsidizing. So many NBA and NFL teams on their Bally's contracts. If baseball can control its product, which you know people knock a lot, it still is synonymous with summer. So the sport of summer, uh, to me, is always going to command eyeballs. Maybe not in all 30 or 32 cities eventually, but in a majority of them throughout the summer months, you're going to be glued to the television. You're going to be going out to the ballpark. So, you know, expansion is fine. All these ideas are fine, but he'll likely be remembered by that next CBA if there is a second work stoppage. And then he'll be remembered by whatever happens in the future with television. Well, what's your opinion on the television? Because that's a, uh, it's kind of a sticking point with teams as far as where they end up. Um, I know Detroit, Milwaukee, uh, Kansas City, Miami. You know, teams with that uh, Bally Sports contract, the Diamond Sports Group, Amazon. It looked like you know the, the buzz was that Amazon was going to take over for them. Then the questions come up, and I know I've been asked them a million times, "How can I watch the Royals? I want to watch the Royals this year." Now, if they want to watch the Royals, they can watch the Royals. It's just they they haven't been good enough in the past decade that people aren't going to jump through the hoops necessary to watch Royals baseball. So the the I can't see them uh, to me. Unless you don't have internet, you know, and and, and I understand that's, uh, you know, a a portion of people that don't have access to internet. You know, okay, I understand that complaint, but, you know, for for the rest of us, if you truly, if Mike Moustakis and Eric Hosmer were were winning pennants, you'd find a way to watch Royals baseball. Do you think Amazon will be the way? I mean, because people say, well, do I have to buy another package for it? Can I watch it with the Amazon Prime? I mean, is it going to be on Amazon or not? Don't know. Uh, It's like so much uncertainty in the seasons, you know, not that far away. Well, I mean, there's uncertainty, in my opinion, there's uncertainty in all media, television, radio. Do you have any idea what? the world of media is going to look like in 10 years from now? I have no idea. I, I just know that you can listen on 610 Sports Radio. That's the only thing I can guarantee you right now for this year. You 
yeah, you can't tell me what that's going to be in 10 years. No, can't tell you If I would have told you 10 years ago that the Chiefs are going to play in a playoff game and the only way you can see it is if you have a streaming service, uh, nobody would have ever believed that. Um, You know, it's on Amazon. It's on Peacock. Yeah, that's the future. I I don't know what the future of streaming is, though, because it seems like they're all starting to bundle together and recreate cable. So it's anybody's guess where this this business and this medium is heading. Looks like all the players don't like the new uniforms, the new Nike Vipers. Nobody likes them. Have you seen them? They're awful. I I saw them. It's one of those things maybe I have to get used to. No, there is no, no, there is no getting used to fix them or I would recommend. No, there's just no reason to buy these. They look like, they look like, um, I know the pants come in like what, two sizes or something like that. Right. They're not like, I mean, they don't fit. I haven't heard anything about the pants. It's more about the, the tops and the font. And it looks like, honestly, I know my wife always hates the female baseball jerseys where the you know the letters are smaller and the numbers are smaller it's yeah i'm a woman but i I still want to wear the jerseys that the guys are out there wearing that's not what even that's what all jerseys look like where it's almost like they were drawn on with a marker and the uh, the numbers are smaller it just doesn't have that authentic feel when you go and buy a jersey from the game it's supposed to feel like man this looks like the same thing bobby's wearing uh, now Bobby looks like he's wearing what the kids in the crowd were wearing five years ago. As Passon said in his story, he said some players, many fans on social media, have criticized the new Nike Vapor premier uniforms from looking like cheaper replica jerseys. Manfred they says they, they will become popular. <laughs> we'll have to see. My wife bought a Lorenzo Kane jersey back in 2014, yeah. one of those women's versions, and uh, she hates it. Uh, she ended up getting a Jordano one, but had to get, you know, the, the not the male one, but where, where they make it there at Kauffman Stadium. All of the jerseys now look like the ones from back in the day where they look, yes, like cheap knockoffs. Interesting stuff, but we'll see what happens. I mean, there's obviously the speed of the game. Got a lot of people uh, happy about it, even though when, when I did that uh, Royals Insider there for that uh, part of that year, Vern, I never heard anybody really complain about the length of the game. I mean, I get it, television or whatever, you want things fast and whatever, but people coming down from Omaha or up from Wichita didn't hear him really complain on that, but people like it, the guy on second. I mean, there's really been a, the pitch clock. There's really been a lot of changes. Skeptical at first, but I'll be honest with you, they've kind of worked out. Yeah, I haven't heard anyone angry about the pitch clock. In fact, the only people complaining about the pitch clock last year were people that were yet to see the implementation of the pitch clock. It's a rousing success. Man on second and extra innings, I am a fan of it. I don't see why it should end or why it would end anytime soon. Uh, Most of the changes, the elimination of the shift, I wasn't a big proponent. I'm not... Uh, vehemently against it. But in my opinion, most of the moves that have been made of late to improve the game have done just that. They've improved the game. First full squad workout is in three days. The position players, quote, reported today, even though we know they're already there. The first spring training game, the 23rd, against those world champion Rangers. And uh, Vern, we're finally here. We finally uh, got it. The the over-under, I think, in the Royals, like 73 to finish third 
in the Central, a battle between the Twins uh, and I think Cleveland to win it. The White Sox supposedly just going to suck this year bad. They were like 63 yeah. wins, but who, who knows, knows, man? It's baseball. Who knows, who knows what's going to happen? I think this Royals team is going to be fun to watch. I can't guarantee you the wins. I can't say this. I think they're going to be fun. I hope so. I, I hope you're right. I I know Bobby's going to be fun. Yeah. Vinny's going to hit everything in sight. I think MJ's going to hit run into at least 20 home runs. Salvi's always worth the price of admission. Cole Reagans is going to be intriguing. James MacArthur at the back end of the bullpen is going to be intriguing. Uh, but, yeah, there are a lot of questions. I'm, 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 I can't wait to see what this team does and how they grow and evolve and mature over the course of the next six weeks down in Arizona. Well, thank you, Vern. I know it's Friday night. I uh, always enjoy talking to you. I'm getting excited about baseball. Um, it's fun. It's fun this time of year. You get nicer weather, even though the day sucks uh, with snow. But uh, it's starting to get uh, – Starting to feel like baseball again, and we get uh, real baseball coming up real quick. I'll say this in closing to your question that you were posing before I came on. If you have arguably the greatest quarterback of all time in Patrick Mahomes, and you had one of the best defenses in the last 15, 20 years in the NFL, how can it be an improbable championship? it's a good point. That would be my, that. That would be my point. Yeah, and enjoy it, the conversation. I'll let you get back to it. No, and my my point was, you know, you have Bobby Witt. That's fine, but we've seen what great baseball players. You need a full team. You need a full team, and they have uh, proven to have it. But it's different. Football's just built different. Mahomes having him at quarterback is different than having a star baseball player. It's just it's just different how it works. Thanks, Vern. Thank you.